0: It's not too late for us to partner with you in training for End Time Revival. Applications are due July 15th. For more information, visit us on the web at indianabiblecollege.org forward slash admissions. Our guest speaker for this theology conference was Brother Jason McGee. In his first message, he preached a sermon that was the 2015 Oxford Dictionary Word of the Year. It's actually an emoji called Face with Tears of Joy.
1: Let's just give God some praise. He's worthy of all glory, worthy of all honor. He is holy. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise the name of the Lord. And we're going to try to rectify that IBC thing. We're going to send our daughter here. At least that's the plans. They may send her back, but she's a senior next year. She's attended the open house here. She loves IBC, and we've uh, grown to love this college and believe in the message that it propels. And we believe in the young men and young women that IBC is training to release into the harvest that God has. And I want to commend you for taking up that burden to be here to become all God has for you. He truly has ordered your steps. So it's such a privilege and an honor to be here I uh, honor Elder Rodenbush. Thank you for your dedication, your love for God for all these years and the impact that you've had in the kingdom of God. Thank you for all that you have done and continue to do. Praise God. Brother Rodenbush, I count it an honor to be your friend. Thank you for this invitation and to the staff, to the pastors that sit on this platform. I give them honor. And uh, what an outstanding job that Sister Lebunsky, I believe, Lebunsky, great job ministering to us this morning. And when I came on the platform, Brother Kilman, he introduced me to uh, Sister Lebunsky and she said, I don't know how I became the president of the Theology Club. Well, I don't know how I got invited to the Theology Conference. I barely know how to spell Theology had to look that up, and basically, it's it's a study of God, and uh, I find two dangers in that, though. I find two dangers in the study of God, and I'm sure there's more. If you ask your professors, they may come up with a list of five or ten, but I thought about it this morning. I, I believe there's two dangers in the study of God. One is that the knowledge of God just becomes knowledge. Education is not meant for knowledge, but education and study is meant for action. So as we study the Word of God, it cannot become just knowledge. It has to become action. We have to apply what we learn, and I believe that can be done. I I was thinking as Brother Kilman, he was introducing the golf outing. It's kind of like studying to play golf. You can read all the books that you want about playing golf, and I wish I was here April the 22nd. I would play. I, I love golf. But you can read all the books that you desire about God, But unless you put that into practice, you'll never become good at it. So my desire would be that you take the knowledge that you learn here at IBC and you put it into practice. You allow God to order your steps. And by doing that, you're going to bring him glory and honor. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. So that's the first danger, the danger of just letting it become knowledge. The second danger is that you begin to sprinkle your thoughts and your intellect into the Word of God, and that's a great danger. We can't allow our understanding, which is limited, replace the Word of God, and that's a great danger that we see with many doctrines in the world. There's many other doctrines, but there's one, only one apostolic truth, and I'm thankful to know the truth here today. Praise the name of the Lord. So I was relieved when Brother Rodenbush, he said, you know, this is a theology conference, but you can just preach whatever you want. So I'm just going to preach what I felt the Lord laid upon my heart this morning. I want to direct our attention to Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 7 through 9. If you have your Bible, you can open up your Bible. But I want to thank the multimedia team. Uh, They've been excellent. I've been in communication with them, and they've helped prepare for this message and they should have the um the uh, notes uh upon the screen jeremiah 31 verse 7 through 9 and i'm going to be reading out of the new living translation and i don't believe i gave you my scripture text did i i apologize about that i know that drives our multimedia crazy They're frantically working to get that, so I'm going to give them a a little time. Are you thankful for all the staff and all the effort that's went into putting this conference together? Let's give them a round of applause. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So Jeremiah 31, verse 7 through 9, out of the New Living Translation. It says, now this is what the Lord says. The screens may be a little different. Then the New Living Translation, but the New Living Translation says, Now this is what the Lord says, sing with joy for Israel. Shout for the greatest of nations, shout out with praise and joy. Save your people, O Lord, the remnant of Israel. For I will bring them from the north and from the distant corners of the earth. And I will not forget the blind and the lame, the expectant mothers, and the women in labor. A great company will return, and tears of joy will stream down their faces, and I will lead them home with great care. And they will walk beside quiet streams and on a smooth path where they will not stumble. For I am Israel's father, and Ephraim is my oldest child. For a moment, I want us just to think about for a moment... If you were to take out your phone, if you were to text your friend, your mother, what emoji would you text them to praise God? Just think about that in your mind for a moment. What emoji would you text? If you were to text your friend or your parent, what would you text them? Just think about that in your mind for a moment. All right, do you, do you have that emoji in your mind? Do you have that emoji in your mind, well, there's a few emojis there, all right? The multimedia, that's an emoji that they would praise God with. Now I want us just to demonstrate the emoji that you thought about. I want you to demonstrate that vocally or physically or however you want to demonstrate that. I want you to do with that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You are worthy, holy, holy, holy is God Almighty. So I introduced the title for this sermon this morning, and it is simply this. You may be seated. This is my title. The title this morning is in the form of an emoji. Emoji. You see, this generation, we're familiar with emojis, which are a pictograph, or it's a small digital image that we text and that we communicate with. It's an icon. It's used to express an idea or an emotion in electronic communication or electronic form. The fact of the matter is that emojis, they're no longer just the norm for texting teens, But instead, they've been embraced by society to become a nuanced form of communication and expression. And one that can cross language barriers and even social barriers. You see, emojis have the notable variety of being able to communicate across these barriers. We see celebrities communicating with them. Companies communicate with emojis. Organizations communicate with emojis. Alongside of millions of other individuals communicate with emojis. I text these emojis to the multimedia team, and you know what they text back? An okay sign, an emoji. So we communicate with them. This past presidential campaign, we even see one of the candidates. They were soliciting for feedback Purely in the form of emojis, what do you think about the campaign? I want you to send back an emoji and what's interesting about this pictograph on the screen here this morning It is the fact that in 2015 The Oxford Dictionary elected for it to become the word of the year That's right for the first time ever the Oxford Dictionary chose a pictograph for the word of the year And what's interesting about this, it's not even a word or an image that can be spoken. The official name of it is face with tears of joy emoji. At first, this may not appear to be anything major, but I believe that it signifies a major crisis in our society that has the potential to affect our churches and our individual relationship with God. Just think about it for a moment. For the first time ever, a pictograph, an icon, has been chosen by Oxford as the word of the year, which this image, it reflects the ethos, the philosophy of society, an image that defines our mood, our emotion, our attitude, our likes, our dislikes, something that we can't even vocalize has become a word. Something not even spoken represents the preoccupation and the concerns of our present society. What I find alarming about this fact is that we have now defined an electronic or a mechanical form of communication that cannot even be spoken or even vocalized. To me, and it's an expression that reflects a dangerous progression to become a detached. An emotionless, a mechanical generation that is becoming less and less vocal or demonstrative. Hear me this morning. We are living in a generation that lacks passion and lacks enthusiasm. However, I believe that there's many students here this morning at IBC that will rise above the influences of society and say, Satan, you're not going to silence the church. You're not going to silence my praise. You're not going to silence my worship. You're not going to silence my preaching and proclamation of truth. But I'm going to rise above the influence. My praise is not going to be an emoji. But I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to clap my hands. I'm going to lift my voice. Oh, come on. I wish somebody would grab a hold of what the Lord is trying to instill into our life this morning. Don't let the enemy silence your worship. Oh, let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. You've been called to be worshipers. You're called to be preachers. You're called to be missionaries and pastors and teachers and evangelists. That's why the church must not sit back and allow this society to silence the church. The enemy's trying everything it can to silence the church, but it's time. That the church arises and heralds the goodness of God. For his love and his mercy does endure forever. If you have that desire this morning, would you just lift up your hands and begin to pray? Say, God, place that desire deep within me that I will not be silenced, that I will stand up for truth, that I would stand up for holiness and separation of lifestyle, that I would embrace the apostolic message in my life. That is the foundation of the word of God. Hallelujah. It's built upon the apostles and the prophets with the chief cornerstone being Christ Jesus. That is the foundation of the word of God. We don't need to allow society to dictate our theology. You see, in this age of technology, people and even the church, they feel like they're communicating more and more. They feel like they're communicating more than ever before, yet they are becoming less and less connected less connected with family, less connected with friends, less connected with your neighbors, less connected with your community. And I thought about this over Christmas time, and I thought about an example. And we were having family time, and we were in the living room, and we were just all sitting around the living room. And there was many of the individuals, and there were our nieces, and my daughter was there, Bishop Henson was even there. And we were all sitting on our iPhones, Nobody was communicating. We were all on Facebook or Twitter. We were uh, texting other friends and we were just sitting there. We weren't even saying a word. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to text everyone. So I created a group text and I said, if you want to communicate with me, just text me. And they started laughing. But you see, we feel that we're communicating more and more, but we're less connected. And while these observations are disheartening, the greatest concern that the church should have is that we are living in a generation that is less connected with God. Many are more connected with Facebook than they are with God's book. It's time that we get off social media and get back into the Word of God. You see, the enemy would love to use these tools to distract us, to allow us to become disengaged with our environment, disengaged with our community, our neighbors, our friends. He wants to do that in order to silence the church. But I believe IBC has a desire and a passion and a goal and a vision to raise up leader to say i'm not going to allow society to dictate or influence me any longer i will not be silenced if you will not be silenced could you give god some praise hallelujah hallelujah we need to get back to the calling of god that he's placed in our life a call to prayer a call to devotion." A call to singing and a call to shouting. We are ordered to herald and preach the gospel. We're ordered to pray. We're ordered to lift up our voices unto God. And when we begin to fulfill this, when we begin to vocalize and demonstrate what God calls us to do, we will return with faces with tears of joy. You see, we're living in a world that needs the voice of the church. Our world needs to hear the apostolic message that confronts sin, yet gives hope. We need to hear the apostolic preaching on holiness and righteousness and separation from this world. Preaching on departure and separation from the world. We need to hear that type of preaching. We need to embrace it. Because this world has nothing else to give. It sends the message of silence it sends the message of death but the church can offer the message of salvation and hope and victory that comes only through the word of God and when the world begins to experience this victory they will no longer be silenced but they'll be able to raise up and begin to sing with joy begin to shout with joy begin to lift up their voice and give God all the honor and all the glory that's due his name when we get to heaven they will be crying holy 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 is god almighty i'm thankful for the word of god hallelujah come on can we just give god some praise could you vocalize that emoji in your mind could you clap your hands could you raise your hands could you lift your voice I will not allow this society to silence my voice. A study published in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. It found this, that the mere presence of mobile phones inhibit the development of interpersonal closeness and trust. This device, it is reduced to the extent, reduces our feeling of emotions. It said it reduced to the extent to which individuals, they do not feel empathy or they have lack of understanding or compassion. The use of this little device. You see, so many of us, were stuck to our mobile phones all the time. Constantly checking social media or other websites that are supposed to keep us connected. Yet we're living in a society that there's an epidemic where people are lonely and they're isolated. They feel more connected Connected than ever before and they feel like they're communicated yet they're more detached and they're more lonely and more isolated than ever before they're on many social media sites and there's so many out there they're intended to create humor and laughter to make individuals smile and feel better people all around us they're texting a smiley face yet deep down they have sadness and they have a loneliness and they're weeping and they're crying Out, but they're not doing it vocally. But deep within them, they may text you a smiley face, but deep within them, they have. Uh, tears of of sadness streaming down their face, what you and I in the church needs to know is that the enemy wants to silence those that, that are around us, but by the Spirit of God, he will lead us, and he'll put us in the path of individuals that can't cry out on their own, but they have a church, and they have a God, and they have a people, they have a student to show them that there is a way where they can be returned to joy oh hala la shala la la ba i feel the holy ghost would you just lift your hands and pray and say god help me to be your voice help me to be your feet help me to be your arms lord lead us to a lost and dying world release us to become your voice Oh, hallelujah, lift up your voice in prayer. Hallelujah, lift up your voice in prayer. You see, the enemy would love to silence the voice of prayer. That's happening all over the country and in our churches. We can praise God, we can worship God, we can lift our hands, we can clap our hands, but he wants to silence the voice of prayer. Prayer is powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I feel the power in the presence of God. You see, the Lord, He gave me a fresh revelation of this. This past Sunday evening, the ministry of the Word went forth and the altar call was made. And there was a young girl that had backslidden and she was living in a lifestyle of sin. She got wrapped up in homosexuality and she had an open relationship. And she wasn't shy about that. She left her apostolic roots and she left the truth and she got in this relationship. Well, Sunday evening, she came to the altar and she began to lift her hands. She had a hat on and she knew that that was disrespectful in the sanctuary. She cut her hair. And women, don't ever cut your hair, that's your glory. The enemy would love nothing else for you to cut your hair because it takes the power. That you have with God. The closeness that you have with God. The covering that you have with God. And it begins to destroy what God has given you as a covering. Don't ever listen to the influences of society. You are beautiful just the way you are. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But anyway, she cut her hair. But she was ultimately living in a perverse lifestyle. Well, she came to the altar and she was praying, she was seeking out to God. And uh, the message was on backsliders and that God was getting ready to give a great revival. And in the scripture text that we read out of Jeremiah, it talked about Ephraims. Ephraims were just backsliders. And I believe there's going to be a great return of Ephraims or backsliders back to the church. And you're going to be an instrument to help that happen. But this Ephraim, or this backslider, came to the altar, and she was praying. And I I felt to go up to her and just just embrace her and hug her. And uh, she recently lost her father. And one of her uh, sons is in the ministry. He's one of our ministers on staff. And I felt to just hug her, and I said, God loves you. This church loves you. We love you. And I asked permission to pray with her, because I didn't want to just pray with her if she didn't want deliverance. But she said, yes, please pray with me. And she was praying, and she was having a hard time connecting And as she prayed, she actually just leaned over and almost fell upon me. And she said this powerful thing. She says, I can't vocalize any words. She says, there's demons tormenting my mind. I can't even vocalize words to praise God or worship God. I said, well, God is getting ready to deliver you of that. I said, would you take off your hat? She said, yes. So I took the hat off and I threw it on the pew and I just put my hands over her head and I begin to pl- plead the blood of Jesus over her mind. But what happened to, to me? I discovered that the enemy is trying to silence our voices. If you're Ever stuck in a trial or a storm, or if you're ever speaking to somebody that needs to cry out, they're texting a smiley face, but deep down there's tears that are flowing down their stream in sadness. But you become the voice in prayer. So if the church would rise up and become the voice for the lost and the dying, we could see a great revival come to the church. Oh, hallelujah. It wasn't long that she began to pray in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. She was renewed in the spirit. And what I told her, I said, if you can't vocalize anything else, just begin to vocalize Jesus. And she began to say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And when we say that name, every demon has to leave. Oh, hallelujah. I wish somebody would just begin to say, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Don't let the enemy silence our voice. Oh, come on. Let's just lift up our voice in prayer. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel a spirit of intercession. Hallelujah, while countless lives around us, they're crying out for acceptance. they're crying out. We live in a digital world where real interaction is becoming less and less. And to me, this is the greatest danger of the face with tears of joy. This is the greatest danger. It represents the loss of feeling and true emotion and the loss of the ability to vocalize or express them, to demonstrate them. Hear me this morning, it's nearly impossible when texting someone to truly express your emotion. You can text the face with tears of joy while still being completely solemn or unemotional. I've seen that. I've seen that in our youth group. I've seen that with adults. They're texting someone else and they're saying laughing out loud, but they're sitting there no expression no emotion and they're saying laughing out loud but they have no emotion and i believe this is a tool of the enemy the way the society is beginning to communicate is detached and emotionless I'm here to help us this morning. I'm not preaching against technology and its many benefits this morning. I'm thankful for technology, but I'm here to bring light to a continuous attempt by the enemy to subdue our voices and to paralyze our emotions. While the enemy of our soul is doing everything he can to numb our emotion, he's doing everything he can to subdue people's emotion from illicit drugs and alcohol to even take Technology and antidepressants. I'm challenging us this morning that the church must not sit back and become silent or emotionless or detached we need to do everything we can to vocalize the word of god when we come into a worship service we need to lift our hands we need to lift our voices we need to clap our hands oh come on we need to shout amen to the preaching of the word we need to say go ahead and preach the word oh hallelujah i wish i could get an amen this morning don't allow the world to influence you. Don't allow the world to minimize the action of clapping your hands unto an emoji. You see, we allow the enemy to silence our worship. But we need to clap our hands as the word of God demonstrates We don't need to allow the world to minimize the lifting of our hands in worship to an emoji. If we're not careful, that's going to begin to infiltrate the church. But I believe the IBC students, you are the leaders of the next generation and you're going to tell the enemy, I'm not going to allow a worship service to be silent, emotionless, detached. I'm going to do everything I can to lift up my voice. I'm going to do everything i can to praise and worship i'm gonna do everything i can to lead oh hallelujah clap your hands under the lord yes hallelujah we can't just allow the enemy or society to influence the church we can't just journey through a life that is stoic and unmoved by the presence of God. We can't just have church that is unmoved by the preaching of God's word. Again, I wish I could get an amen. Don't let the enemy silence your voice. I wish I could get another amen. I'm here to encourage us. We don't need to allow that term to be detracted or deleted from our vocabulary you see we use that word amen and it's really just become a menial term it's become little more than a ritualized conclusion to a prayer yet the hebrews they said amen in worship the hebrew and the greek word of amen it appears hundreds of times in the bible and they're used over and over again in the hebrew verb form it represents action so when you say amen it's representing action it occurs more than 100 times in the old testament and it means to take care of to be faithful to be reliable or establish, or even believe a someone or something israel said amen when they joined in the praise and worship of god so when we hear the word of god we don't need the enemy to Allow us to become silent. We need to shout Amen occasionally. We need to shout with our voice. And when we shout Amen, what are we doing? We're just connecting with the Word of God that's going forward. And when you connect with the Word of God, it can transform your life, it can transform your thinking, it can transform your worship, it can transform your praise. Oh, hallelujah. Go ahead and give God some praise. Hallelujah. We need to hear a hallelujah every now and then. We need to hear a yes. Could somebody shout yes. yes. Praise in the name of the Lord. The enemy is trying to silence the church. Silence our worship to an emoji. Silence our voice to an emoji. Silence our laughter to an emoji silence our hurt to an emoji Silence our clapping of our hands to an emoji But the greatest danger that I see in the church That the enemy is trying to silence the call to prayer And he's trying to minimize it to a pictograph Or just a mental exercise As they prayed here this morning And I'm not criticizing us but as brother Kilman prayed i looked across the congregation and maybe you were praying mentally but the enemy would love nothing more than to allow our prayer to become a mental exercise or just become an emoji in our mind hear me we cannot allow the enemy to silence our voice in prayer there's something about vocalizing in prayer there's something about praying in the holy ghost There's something about praying in other tongues. Oh, come on. Our church needs to have an intercessor in the church. Oh, come on. Someone that's willing to lift up their voice and begin to cry out. When we begin to intercede, hear me, we begin to intercede for the lost. They can't speak on their own. They can't vocalize their hurt on their own. But when we begin to pray and intercede, guess what? We become the voice of God. We begin to pray for those that are lost and if we could for a moment i would like us just to lift up our voice in prayer and begin to pray for the church begin to pray for our community oh yes 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 if god moves on you pray in the holy ghost oh hallelujah i wish you would stand to your feet and lift up your hands Oh hallelujah! Don't let it just be a mental exercise this morning. Hear me, IBC. We can't be voiceless, we can't be lifeless, we can't be emotionless, we can't be passionless. Oh, come on, we can't be actionless. Halala Boko If the musicians will come, if the musicians will come, let's just continue in prayer. Continue to lift up your voice say Satan. You're not going to silence my voice of prayer. Oh Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on raise the volume of your voice Raise the volume of your voice This is what the Lord says they will sing with joy Shout for the greatest of nations shout with praise and joy Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Oh, hallelujah. Do you have a family member that's lost? Pray for him right now. If you have a neighbor that is lost, pray for him. If you're going through a trial, pray that God delivers you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's right. Lift up your voice in prayer. Satan, you're not going to silence the church. You're God's voice. You're His voice. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, that's right. Let God sweep through the sanctuary, let God sweep through the chapel. Hallelujah. Let that prayer turn into thanksgiving, let that prayer turn into praise. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, 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 God is getting ready to, hear me, God is getting ready to restore somebody's joy. You've lost your joy, but God is getting ready to restore your joy. You're going to shout with joy again. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah if you know of a brother or sister that's going through a trial just slip over to them and pray for them you are called don't listen to the voice of the enemy you are called you are called to be a pastor you are called to be a missionary you are called to be a worship leader hallelujah we will not listen we will not bow to the influences of this world hallelujah Let it come from your soul. Let it come from deep within you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. Connect with God. Connect with God. Yes. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for our voices. Thank you, Lord thank you Lord for the voice of the church thank you God that you called us in this hour to be your voice yes yes yes
0: You've been listening to the Indiana Bible College Chapel podcast. It's not too late for us to partner with you in training for End Time Revival. Applications are due July 15th. For more information, visit us on the web at indianabiblecollege.org forward slash admissions.